Queen B divine Queen B There is an astrology to all of this. Greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm Queen B divine Um, I'm gonna call your power back. Why do I, I I'm gonna tr- do my best to remind myself to remind you in every podcast to call your power power back. And you know, back in the day we didn't really have to do that because we didn't have ill-intentioned people and bad vibes we didn't have so much electromagnetic energy and and waves going through the air we didn't have all that shit that we needed to protect ourselves from that depleted us so back in the day how far we can go back um our power was 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 um, nurtured by the village um, because people wanted to see you successful because if they saw someone who nurtured their power to healing, they knew they were going to get a great healer and they were going to heal the world. You see, but now the world is not like that. Everybody's so money, 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 money hungry that they'll suck energy out of you, manipulate you to take what they want from you and then you're Leah left thinking that whatever you call the G-O-D, the you ubiqui- ubiquitous spirit, the, um, um, the omnipotent, you blame it for your disability, for your weakness, when really it's people. So call your power back. I call my ba- my power back from the north, the south, the east, the west, from above, below, from outside. The fermentation from inside, the fermentation from the light, from the dark, really slow, really fast. Ooh, from those who do and do not know, I call my power back. Ooh, ooh in an organic flow. Ooh, so I can move freely forward completely. Woo! Day or night, call that back to you. Sometimes we just don't know we give our power back. You know, it's just, it's really crappy because you have, you see what I think Harriet Tubman said it. She said she could have freed so much more people if they knew they were slaves. And this, I love that quote because she probably, (laughs) this is a terrible sense of humor, I'm going to keep it on, I'm not going to re-record this, (laughs) she probably went to like thousands of thousands of slaves, hundreds of slaves and said, okay, look brother, you got to get out, this is what's happening, the brother goes, no, 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 I feel good, I'm good. No, 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 you don't understand. You know how much better you could be? Man, no, I'm getting My family's good, we eat and great. But you don't have to do this. These people are taking advantage of you. No. The funny thing is, with that description, slavery is happening now. A slave for your energy. Where are you putting your energy? Where is it going? Energy. My point is... <laughs> A lot of people don't understand that your energy is being drained. And if people do not like you, they can't be offering you anything good in energy. 
And we always like to stew in energy with people we don't like because some people have that belief, oh, they're going to change. I can change them. I can do it. You better stop that and take care of yourself. And whomever you are meant to walk on this path with, meet, engage with, you will. Um, so what you can get out of that is remember to do what you love. Be around people that, that fill you. Um, and remember to take time to yourself to fill yourself. So you'll always have your power within you. So you can always make the best decisions going forward. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, ninth house. I, as I, um, I, I grew up with an, uh, um, an intuitive energy, um, a knowing, and it got me a lot of trouble. And I didn't even know I was doing it. I just got in a lot of trouble um, for it. And when I look back at my life and all the things that's happened to me, I'm like, oh, I can see why things happen. <laughs> I didn't realize. Um. And I go back, I started a dream, it started prior to this, but I guess the, the this one thing kind of made me realize, huh, something's going on with my brain. Um, I used to be terrified of the dark when I was a kid. Anyhow, we'll make this, we'll go through this part really quick. I had a dream, a vision as a child. I was probably eight years old and I walked to the balcony and I grew up in Corbett, um, I grew up in Eppleworth and there was school, Corbett Junior Public School, just right directly in front of us in this is Scarborough, Ontario. My mom was a very strict woman, you know, my God, Jamaican house. She had plastic all over the furniture. We had a living room that you couldn't even go through. It was just, it was, and then this little place she managed to cordon off a room that you couldn't go into. Um, so I grew up really, um, I had a foundation of religion. Um, I couldn't say my mom was Catholic or Christian or anything, but she did know that um, um, the stars were definitely something that you should focus on. Um, and she had a habit of waking up at waking us up at midnight every mm, night <laughs> to read the freaking Bible. Revelations, to be specific, and when me and my brother, who was a year older than me, would sit there and midnight, and she would said, "All right, come read the Bible. Open up your Bible. Open it. Open it. God Revelation. You read it." She would say my name, and I'd be, I'd be like, "Okay," and we read it, and I'm like, Is, "Did she want to scare us into living?" <laughs> it was the creepiest thing to read this book. I'm like, "Is this supposed to be happening?" She's like, "Read it." I don't want a fool in my house. Read it. You must have overstanding, understanding about things. Read. And we would go to sleep, like maybe an hour later, and get up and do what we have to do. This is what she did. And she was quite happy with it. Now, I want to say every freaking night, but I'm going to say maybe three or four times a week. Because um, she was a tired woman. She worked two day, two jobs. And my mind would like to say, oh, the exaggeratory. But no, it was more like three or four days a week. And this is what we did. Anyway, so I had a base of this in my life. So when things happened, I didn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't really terrified. I just didn't know who or what was doing it. You know what I mean? I was like, huh, things make sense. So I remember having a vision and I was like about eight years old. I walked off to the balcony and I looked up to the sky and I used to say this one thing every night. That I can say I did every night when I had to stick my head out the window or sneak off to the balcony because I wasn't allowed on the balcony. I was grounded from the balcony so many times. Boy, do I got stories for you, but not now. Um... 
and I would get to the balcony and I'd say, starlight, star bright. Uh, 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 I wish upon the star tonight. I wish I may. I wish I might have the wish I wish tonight. And I would wish for three things. I, I, I would say my, I want my mommy and daddy to be together. I want my family to live in a big, big house. All my brothers and sisters to live in one big house. And I want a walkie-talkie doll. Now, as much as that seems like a very sweet wish, it was impossible for that to ever and I get miracles. I'm all about miracles. But my mom, <laughs> I don't think I ever saw them in the same room. And my birth story is so freaking crazy that the energy I was putting towards my father was not the right energy. Oh, it's such a big disaster. Um, my siblings, they didn't even know each other. So it was never going to happen. It was a fantasy of a child who wanted peace when you look back at it. And that's how I saw peace. I don't want any more fighting. I don't want nothing. I just want people to just love each other. But I did get the walkie-talkie doll. The walkie-talkie doll was named Susan. Um, but I think it was a setup, this toy. We got it one Christmas. My brother got a Chips um, Bells and whistle bike. You had two double D batteries, and my doll was two d double D batteries. And this was in the eighties. Um, and my brother opened up his package and saw the chips bike had batteries in it. Woo! And he went. In the, we went into the hallway and just just pissed the neighbors off. I tried <laughs> talking. Oh, I put my double D batteries in there. And uh, the, this white. This, it was a cute little white girl doll with. A pink dress, and I love the pink dress, that's why I liked it. And she just walked up and down the thing, just barely, and like, I am Simpson, I love you. And this is all she said. I don't know, I found it interesting. It was a walkie talkie doll, that's what it did. And I'm sure it said more, but I can't remember. And I was super excited on quite Christmas Day, we ran the crap out of those toys. Well, by what, two days later? Guess what? Batteries were dead. If you know Jamaican people, if any parents buy a, we're gonna replace those batteries. So it was like a one-time deal, but it sat in my closet and I liked it. What's the point of this story? <laughs> Who cares? It's a podcast. It's mine. I keep talking. Okay, but we're talking about the ninth house. Hold on. My point is, we're getting to a point here. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, in the ninth house, I is Sagittarius, and we're in it right now, right? We're in Sagittarius under the sun of Sagittarius, and the ninth house represents religion. I told you I was getting somewhere. Religion and ideals and morals and um, higher education gonna take you higher. And I don't even know if I said this. I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, so I remember saying, like, I went on my balcony and I had this dream, and I saw the zodiacs move the stars move into the zodiac signs I, at that time i did not know that it was a zodiac sign but i saw the symbols and i remembered them i have a great memory and i just i saw it and i remember the stars were just like whew, just amazing awesome and i said why are the stars moving this is strange and i shook my head the night that i got up i was eight years old and i was like what Cow. And the stars were like all just regular doing this thing. The moon was still doing its thing. But it wasn't in that form. And I thought, whoa, why? What does that mean? Wow, it's so cool. And a few years later, I had left 
my childhood. And I began to see the astrology of things. Where I moved, I began to read the landscape that, as some y'all call it, God, um, the universe, whatever. I began to see what was being done behind me. But this was many years later. This is why I call my site bloodreflections.com. Because um, looking back, I realized, oh, the stars, the stars are talking. And you see, when we connect ourselves to the stars, whether it be in name or in theory or in truth, when we understand that we are connected to everything, we understand that energy is energy. In the ninth house, like I said, it represents religion. Um, there's some really neat religious aspects I'm noticing in, 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 in this now. Um, as fall, as we go into our winter, spiritual winter sleep, right? Snow, depending on where you are in North America. But everywhere, you know what I'm saying. Anyways, and during, when I grew up, I always thought I had a calling on my life. You know why? Because I'm a firstborn. And I do have, um... 14 brothers and sisters, um, I think six on the other, seven on the other, blah, blah, blah. But I'm the only one between my mother and my father. They never had any other kids after me, just me. And then they went back to their respective families and caused a clefuffus. (laughs) So I've always focused on that as being something special, being the first and the last child. Right, I can go up or I can do whatever I want. I'm I got no I'm beholden to nobody. Anyways, but the firstborn in biblical sense are very important. And if you look at the ninth, it's completion. It's like a, a pregnancy, <sighs> depending. You know, ten months. I get it. But it's about a pregnancy, right? Nine months, and we're in that space where our our aim should look at the things that have created the birth or the the the, the pregnancy of what we're going to what we're seeing now going into the 10th month right because if you're looking at nine that means nine nine months of stuff have gone into whatever it is and now if you are in tune with the energy the aim of Sagittarius you're looking at what have I seen grow and matured that I can take forward Right? So what I was looking at was like the first boy energy. And if you notice that a lot of these stars, especially musicians, are putting their firstborns out there. They're doing their thing and they're barely 1920, some of them. And you know in religion when when we wanna make a man into a woman or a woman into a man, there's some religious Threshold they come in, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, the quinceanera, I think that's what it's called. Forgive me, Spanish people, forgive me, Mexican people, forgive me! Um, Catholicism, you do some kind of eating, be eating. <laughs> eating bread! Um, communion, excuse me. Um, and the body even tells you, depending in going into womanhood or manhood, the, the voice kind of changes, or the woman begins to start her 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 her, her um, menstrual, right? Or womanstrual. I don't know. Point being, there is some kind of change that happens, right? And it's interesting that most of these these things who are taking their firstborn, who are creating their legacy, are putting them out on stage. You know, there are a lot of concerts out there. Right? Energy, energy energy 
it's interesting, right? So you're going through a change and then you're pulling all this energy towards this young energy. Where are they getting this energy from? You think about it. I'm not going to get into it too much. Because it's not, it's not, it's not. I don't want to get into these theorized things. I'm just telling you, just like the stars, we are like planets. Stars. They are called stars for a reason. Um, and no matter who you are, famous or non-famous, out in the public or not, you affect each, we affect each other. We're energy. So when you put an energy in front of a large group of energy in a stage where they're transitioning into womanhood or manhood, what's happening there? <laughs> because I know... Only by, because I was a nanny for many, many years and I've talked to mothers, blah, 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 blah. When you give birth to a baby, you know what the first thing you want to do? You want to keep it close to you because you don't want to affect it with a whole bunch of energy. You keep your baby in the, it, it, within you, but then like the first three months, that's what you do, right? And all some of these kids who are coming out and going, oh, look, I'm, I'm creating a legacy. I'm starting a new legacy. And they're just 12, 13, 11, 12. They're in that transition stage. So you're wondering... It the birth into womanhood. So why this big elaborate thing? Like I understand close friends, maybe. Even that I don't understand. Like keep it close. Like so you know what energy is happening in that transition. And another thing is these these kids are launching their own business at 11, 12. I thought having wealthy parents meant you got to chill for a la- a bit and become a young adult without having to work hard. So you could enjoy the fruits of what your parents did. No, these kids have been thrown into work right away. This is just what my aim, the astrology is making me look at. What's the rush? Energy is very precious. And it's very good to nurture your energy, especially in this ninth house energy, the Sagittarius energy, which is also a... um, because you're giving birth to all that you've done in the last nine months, right? And that's a special time. And you notice that, you know, right, it's a special time. So ninth house is also something, that, whew, uh, it's a ninth house is also when you are giving birth to your dreams and you're making sure you're quiet about it because you don't want anything to infect those dreams. Sh- little newborn energy you don't want it to mess up so this is why i call it a spiritual sleep so it's good to go under keep yourself quiet now do your background work create whatever you're creating and then in the spring give birth to yourself when the energy is strong and it's ready and you've noticed that all these these firstborns who are on concerts with their pet family who are walking the road who are starting these young kids um they're now off the road now Right? They have collected all their energy from touring and doing all these things. Now they're going to go give. They're going to use that energy to do what? I, I don't know. But you see, notice these things in the astrology. What have you done over the last nine months? Where have you drawn your energy from? Because wherever you've drawn your energy from is what the body is going to be nourished with at birth. These are the things you watch out in in, in the mainstream because life is not just this, oops, someone came here and we created a society. There are so many things going on in the astrology. People are using energies against you 
to weaken you, right? So you can't see your way through to become the best version of you. Like even looking at bears, bears collect all their energies during the summer. They eat, 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 they get fat, 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 fat fish and blah, blah, blah. A lot of salmon. Um, blah, because they fatten up because they need the energy to grow. And if they don't have the energy, they're not going to be full potential. So this is why bears and certain animals hibernate now because they have the food to uh, to go to sleep and the energy reserves so they can sleep and then poof, wake up in the spring and then go right back out into feeding. There is a... And I go back to the first fruits because as of first fruits, you are now, and I know my, this for myself, where I get my energy from straight meditation, creativity, the forest, um, good people who have supported me um, to, to help me get to where I am. Um, so I'm very aware of the energy that feeds into my soul because I want to give birth to something pure and transparent. Now there are other things who have taken energy, some other things to create their birth. Notice these things out there, right? Ninth energy is about learn looking at the religious rituals out there that are being played on us. Um, and the religious religious rituals that we can also play within ourselves and you can see them, right? So this is, this is the time of the year where we're giving birth to all the thing, giving birth to that thing that we may or may not know that we have focused on for the last nine months, the, all the energy we've scratched and scraped from wherever it is. And now our body is going to that spiritual sleep because we're going into that winter, the equinox, yada, yada, you. Um, and we're taking that energy so we can survive, right? Because without it, we would be, we can't go to sleep. We're hungry. You can't go to bed. You can't go to bed hungry. So I guess my point in all of this is, is knowing, knowing that the astrology has a spiritual relation to it. The, the uh, being a firstborn child anywhere in life, cycles repeat. Why are these firstborns, if you're a firstborn, what is your future? Have you given yourself a foundation of strength so you can survive whatever's coming through and for you? Where you're getting, where are you getting your energies reserves? Um, watch out for your children out there. Um, watch out for that. Um, the first fruits. It's harvest time, right? Check about, think about that. It's harvest time right now, and harvest does not mean fruits and vegetables. It also means people's energy. So protect your energy, and that's why I say call your energy back from you all the time. Um, because the stars and all those things that, you know, and I give props to all those people who read tarot cards and birth charts and reading of astrology, blase, blase, blazu, blazu. Um, they, we see things, they see things out there and we are not just flat beings. We live in energy. We affect each other. And if you don't know where your energy is coming from, you may not know where you're going. And if you are taking energy that is not yours, believe me, it will be returned. 
because knowledge is his power. Uh, so the ninth house is very deep. It's not just, hey, it goals. It's, it, 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 it covers a lot of aspects. And today I hope I've covered something that you you may not have been aware of, something you've, something you've learned. Um, what are you giving birth to? What's being harvested in your life? Where did you get your energy from? Um, what's happening in the mainstream? Why are young kids being front of the stage um, during that time of transition? That time where they give birth, harvest, my stomach's growling into the Um Why are they doing that, right? Uh, these are just questions and you cannot find life. It's, it's magic, Ellie, if you don't stay inquisitive and ask questions. We are not here to just be yes or no creatures. We are here to observe, enlighten, share, and ascend, and be aware of the energies out there. Um, ninth house energies means higher learning. So, look higher! Queen be divine! And Queen be... There is an astrology to all of this. 